Hi guys, I'm back again with another episode and with me today I have a student from China. He is pursuing his masters in organic agriculture and food systems and I'll give him a chance to introduce himself. Hi everyone, hi Winnie. Um thanks for the invitation. I'm in Jiu and I study organic agriculture and food systems. Currently I'm enrolled in my fifth semester. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, nice to and uh, nice uh, thank you for the invitation. So you are very active in the student body. Last year you ran for the student elections. Would you mind telling us a bit more about this? Like how does one get involved? What is the student body um and how is it organized? Yeah, so I'm, I'm an active I was an active member last year in the student um body it's called Greenlist mm-hmm. and it's one of the student bodies that will come to uh, regular meetings within the um student parliament and discuss things that can contribute to the livelihood of both students and also the activities on campus mm-hmm. so I found I I joined this um student body because i found that there were no actually um international students and by international students i mean international students outside the eu mm. so i was like how about well maybe i should give it a try and also bring a perspective from students outside eu so that's why i joined and their the student body and they were actually very much welcoming and they speak english which is great so i did mo- most of my activities in english and we also had some events like the sustainability week mm-hmm. which also get, um, um, just took place uh, this year uh, two weeks ago mm-hmm. so everything about this student um, body um is about student sustainability mobility and also um, like more of a green environment Nice. I like that you mentioned the sustainability week. Um I've been seeing a lot about it and I've actually been meaning to contact um Anna Strut. Uh I think I need to talk to her. <laughs> I she about my project. Um Yeah, thank you for mentioning that. I think I'll look for her for our next episode. Um For those who don't know uh last year when the pandemic hit Uh, you were very influential in speaking out for the rights of the international students you actually spearheaded the call for uh, tuition exemption i'd like to uh, acknowledge you for that and i didn't get exempted <laughs> but i think uh, you speaking out for us really helped um, a lot of people and I was wondering if you would like to um tell us a bit more about how that came to be. Yeah, sure. Um so for all students uh, for all international students outside the EU, mm-hmm. uh when they study at the universities within Baden-Württemberg, they have, they're obliged to pay what's of 1500 um tuition fees per semester. Mm-hmm. and last last year when the covid um, came it was it become very difficult for uh, these students who were 
at their part time to in order to pay the t- tuition fees because they simply lost their job and、mm-hmm. they themselves were in a very difficult situation, including me. So I wanted, and I asked also my friend Anna Struth. She helped me a lot to、uh, initiate this campaign. So we wrote actually we wrote a, an open letter to address our、um, principals of uni- the University of Hohenheim, and then we also wrote another letter addressed to the、um, Parliament of Baden-Württemberg. I think the exact Parliament should be the、um, Department of Research, Science, and Art,、mm-hmm. the, the Ministry of Research, Science, and Art. So from there we started the campaign. It was not like I wouldn't say it's like a really big success, but at least、uh, in the end, the the Baden-Württemberg has、uh, allowed certain amount of students who proved that they were really in a difficult situation.、Mm-hmm. Although I believe everybody was、um, to get exempted from the tuition fees. Yeah, so that was part of the、um, part of the. Work that I have done last year, mostly for the、um, students.、Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry to hear that you were not exempted. I I know exactly what happened, and it was just you know they made some very strict bureaucracy rules. Yeah. If you belong to such categories, and then you can be exempted. Otherwise, they wouldn't accept it at all. Yeah, I did. I think I didn't write a strong enough letter because the response I got was. Your reasons are not COVID related, and I'm like, what do you mean? <laughs>、um, yeah, yeah uh, but I, I, I would like to say it was a, a success on your part because I think it really made them look at us as and see the problems. You know, it's it's one thing to be abroad, but it's another thing. Like it's it's. You can never. Just this morning, I was telling my professor. I know I have a lot of excuses when it comes to my thesis and why it's taking so long, but I cannot sit down and explain to you the problems I face by being an international student out here. You know the pressures, the the fi- financial burden, the like you said. We used to work. Now finding those student jobs, it's not so easy. So I think I think you did you did good. I may not have benefited, but、uh, I know a lot of people who did, and for them it it, it really helped. And I think also right like since then we've had、um, occasionally they give us emergency funding, like I saw for、uh, emergency funding.、Uh, I think the deadline is next week on the fourth of June, and if you apply for this. You can stand to get、um, a 500 euro grant, you know. So、yes. I think it's it's you helped steer all of these things because I don't think without your communication they would have thought to look at our problems individually.、Um, so thank you for that.、Uh, you're also a member of the LGBTQ community. Yes. Right.、Um, Here at Hohenheim,、yes. um, and I understand there is a queer student group you want to talk about. Yeah. So、um, in 2019, we had our first ever LGBTQ student group at the University of Hohenheim. It's called the Rage Queer,、mm-hmm. and this student group currently、um, has 
seven or eight active members and we have around 20 to 30 regular members as well mm-hmm. um, so for this as queer student group we basically um, try to host uh, online meetings during the pandemic mm-hmm. like regularly um, usually it's on Thursday or on Wednesday like a one-time zoom meeting where we play um, games or we share some random stuff mm-hmm. but we also offer a platform for those who would like to speak out regarding mm-hmm. their coming out issues for example or the injustice or their own experiences regarding how the society perceives the LGBTQ community mm-hmm. so we would also host events like this to, to as a more of an informative event that also welcomes everybody who would like to know these stories mm-hmm. uh, so this is an official student group you mentioned right yeah it is an official student group mentioned and it's also listed at the university of Bonheim website from the asta website mm-hmm. where you can see that um there's one read to queer student group okay so you, if people want to find you guys they should just uh, go to the website under asta they'll find your listing Yes, and from there they can also find our Instagram account and also the link to our WhatsApp group. So, um, it's actually uh, we f- we have recently already a lot more students, mostly bachelor students and mm-hmm. German students. They joined our group, but I would really like to take this opportunity to ask those who, those international students who feel uh, identi- identified also as a member of us to you're pretty much welcome to join us oh this is nice i like I, everything and anything that has to do with inclusivity um uh yeah i think it's 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 really important uh to steer the world in that direction um yes. especially as a black person like i may not be que- queer but i i know how it feels to be different in the sense of skin you know and things you yeah. cannot change um yeah so i like and this I'd like to also point out that there are at least two or three active members within our student group that are um heterosexuals but they are active members of our group because they have um their friends or they totally understand mm. what this is and they feel very um empathetic yes. and they also want to contribute to this um movement yes Uh, so this is good to note so you don't necessarily have to identify as queer to be a part of this group you can if you just want to support you can join yeah everybody is welcome ah that's perfect this student group has a feature that well we we have queers in this group Mm, okay so i understand uh last week on the 20th you had an event what was this about oh yeah so I had this idea for a long time. Mm-hmm. It was a, the event that I hosted um, that was included as one part of the Sustainability Week mm-hmm. program. So I hosted a presentation on the, so the title of the presentation is called A Personal Narrative on Sustainable Masturbation. Mm. Um, so I gave um, a presentation on how uh, Masturbation itself was perceived in China and also how it can connect to sexuality education mm-hmm. and also to connect to 
sustainability. I've never I, heard of I, this. I'm interested. <laughs> sustainable <yeah>. masturbation. <laughs> so yes, so I was. Uh, I had I had this idea for a long time because there was, uh, um, I think, two years ago for the sustainability week. Okay. We had one event that's called sustainable menstruation, mm. and I took that event. I really like that one because that from that event, um, women. I think I was the only male who、mm-hmm. appeared on that event, but it was that doesn't really matter at all. No.、Um, so the women were there and they were sharing how, what kind of, like、um, the cups that they would use、ah, yeah. during their periods, like the ones with plastic or with the sustainable material,、mm-hmm. and they share that how you can actually use it. You know,、mm-hmm. so it was like a very informative event, and I really liked that idea. So since then, I was like, you know, I. I actually also wanted to talk about masturbation because, like traditionally in China, in such a reserved society, masturbation was never perceived anything positive.、Mm. But I want to connect it to, to,、uh, or give it more of a scientific、uh, explanation because the, like the the primary reason people masturbate is for pleasure, is not for any moral exactly at all. Yeah. Oh, that's that's interesting. Um, uh, and I can't imagine.、Uh, what was your experience、uh, coming out, being Chinese, or would you want to talk about that, or is that too sensitive an issue? No,、uh, regarding which aspect, like masturbation, or not the masturbation per se,、uh, but just coming out. Ah,、uh, well, it's such a, a long story. I mean, for me. I felt that I have to that I have that I that I have to、um, tell my parents the truth、mm. because I don't want to lie. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. So when I noticed that I I liked men、um, and I feel this need to tell them to make my parents know that how their son is. Yeah.、Uh, it's it's quite important. So I so I told my parents that I'm gay. Actually, I wrote them a letter、oh. because saying this in front of them would be impossible.、Mm-hmm. Um, so I wrote them a letter, which I think is a it was a smart strategy. At least they read everything and they understand what this is all about. Yeah. So yeah, so that <laughs> I like that one, but、um, the the coming out was completely like a dark history in my life because my parents were super traditional and they did not accept it at all, and still they、mm. can't accept it. But I do feel that during these times, it's been more than seven years. I think they were becoming a bit more tolerant of me being gay.、Mm. But I wouldn't say that they would accept it at all. Yeah. But they would tolerate me because I'm their son. So I feel very much empowered、uh, that I came out to my parents because, let's say, ninety percent of the um uh, the heteros、uh, the homosexuals in China would not. Would would not come out. They would actually either fake、mm. a marriage to marry a girl or marry a man, then to tell their parents that hey, I don't marry because I'm homosexual. And I can understand this because even in Africa, it's not legalized. I think South Africa is the only country that has managed to legalize, um, um, especially marriages. I know places like Uganda and Zimbabwe, and I think、yeah. there's a West African country. I saw the other day that you can actually be arrested if they yeah, suspect you.
you know suspect not that they've caught you in the act they suspect <laughs> and yeah. i i'm just like come on it's 2021 like oh my god um, yeah well if we let if we really take a look at how the different countries treat homosexual people i think china is not china is not even on the top list no of, like, no being very severe because in some extreme like middle east countries i know that in iran they actually behead you if you are homosexual Oof. That's tough. So, yeah. um, looking at this uh, group, you guys have. Um, what are the, some of the challenges that you find people share in common, uh, other than the stigma? Uh, other than the stigma, what are the other uh, mm-hmm. difficulties that we feel when coming out? Yeah. Um. I think it's more about being accepted, like this inclusion or ex- exclusion. Yeah. Because we're all social beings in the end, mm. and we fear that if other peoples they're not understanding enough, then they we may actually lose one of our important connections, and for that, will be a such huge sacrifice. So, I think it's also about how if oneself is really acknowledges um him or herself yeah um like do they really accept themselves mm. because this is actually a big issue like i know some people who are part of our community and who want to come out but they are, they would never do that because they can't really accept themselves that way either. Mm. it has also a lot to do with how the how they perceive themselves and how they will be influenced by this mainstream ideas like this uh cliche like a masculinity and femininity mm. and this sort of stuff then sometimes if they cannot really take it uh in a good way then probably they would never they, they wouldn't come out or yeah. i know a lot of people even bisexual people i know there are many more bisexuals than the ones who claim they are because bisexuals according to my parents they would always allege that they are straight mm. but in fact they, they they are bisexuals but it's always easier to say that i'm straight than yeah to say homosexual yeah yeah and i think um this whole self-acceptance thing is just a universal pro problem like it it's 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 not unique i think it's just something people in general need to um embrace you know like we're we're all different in so many ways and we fight with ourselves like we deal with a lot of internal demons but we're not ready to admit that it is what it is like for me on a personal level i've always been um uh should I say melancholic or depressed? I have like a a depressive personality. Um, And I fought it for so long thinking that there's something wrong with me. Um, But it's only when I, I think it was the last year that I, I finally sat down with myself and I was like, okay, can you acknowledge your darkness for what it is, you know, and go into it and then try and, 
dig deep into those feelings and find out why why is it that you feel like that why is it that that exists what kind of trauma have you been through that has made you go through what you're going through you know like the self doubt the low self esteem like what is the root cause of this and i actually found out there's a name for it it's called shadow work you know for there to be light there has to be darkness you know so for you to be preaching light you need to have faced the darkness and it's only now that i'm starting to feel like a lighter version of myself because i gone into the darkness and i've seen it for what it is and i know now that it does not define me you know i can change the narrative only because i've accepted myself so on days when i'm feeling down and low I give myself the space to feel it but I don't stay there. So I think self acceptance is is a very very good um message to preach. Let's see. Uh so now looking at uh I stepped out today for the first time in a bit <laughs> and I noticed that uh slowly the city is starting to wake up, you know, like uh now we can have coffee outside which i'm looking forward to because i don't think i've had a meal outside of my house since july <laughs> last yeah, year well, yeah. um, so they start to lift the lockdown measures now. yeah they're starting to lift uh, the measures uh, so what kind of activities do you think you people will do you have any activities lined up for the rest of the summer or whether they're in person or online like are there things to look forward to in this organization. Yeah, so for our queer group we really look forward to host to hosting um on campus events mm-hmm. so that we can really get to know each other in person. Mhm. And um if that's possible we'll do it try to organize it as soon as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Um because now we have some really um new members especially like the uh, um, the students who are at their first year at the University of Bonheim yeah we also be interested in just in seeing and their um peers on campus in real life mm. and yeah i i can't wait to to meet them perfect um and the, i can imagine the university has really been um supportive of the whole mission yeah i mean all along all the time i think this the university really takes the responsibility um and try to take care of um students as much as possible so um the good thing is you know like as you said the, the cafeteria is always open mm. and now Uh, people can go there and grab a coffee and chat for some time if there are good weather and like when the sun comes out mm. so that will be a very nice and casual meeting for for friends as well mm, the men's uh, I've actually missed that place i have some money in my card i might make a trip <laughs> one of yeah, these days <laughs> haven't used the card for a long time i know i hope it doesn't expire i don't think it does um but i've missed socializing i was never a fan of anything social i'm i like i'm a loner i like doing things solo I feel you. Uh, 
but I'm sick of it. Like I'm I'm sick of the solitude. I I want people around. I I'm hoping that um this year we get to have things like dear academicas and um all those outdoor activities. I think the international office might also try and uh plan an event or two for the new students. Um so I'm hoping that the numbers stay low and we can be outside more. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully we can also have some excursions somewhere and mm-hmm. try to enjoy the summer as much as possible. Yes. Yes. Um All right. Uh so is there any closing remarks uh you would like to leave our listeners with um words of advice anything we might have left out um, no not really but i would maybe just want to stress the part on sustainability as well cuz um and i also want to advertise our student group mm-hmm. it's really too queer um because i think it's very important to to add a stream of diversity into this campus life and to accept and to really find out that there are different perspectives um and different um people who belong who feel belong to this uh, community are very much welcome to join us because um we offer uh, as much help as possible for you especially when you have issues with coming out or even like self struggle there we we always um um open our doors for you to to join us and welcome to contact us as well perfect i think i'll join in on one of your activities soon so that oh, i can please yes. <laughs> so that i can see for myself how this is uh going so you said it's free to queer it's free to queer it's r e t u and queer r e t u and queer Uh, so all right so there you have it um uh, if you are curious to learn more about this group it's called re to queer that is r e to queer you can find the information on the university website um under the asta you said right exactly exactly and i'm sure if you if you just uh, plug it into the search um engine it will come up um yeah. and even if you just you, if you have instagram account you just type with queer and i think we are the only student organization there so, uh, so instagram @retoqueer um so yeah let's be free to be ourselves let's embrace our differences and live life to the fullest no yeah all right thank you very much Rini. thanks for the invitation Thank you. Thank you. I'm um hoping we can uh have another session um one of these days. Uh please invite me for your next event. Um Yeah. And I had a really nice time talking to you and learning about yeah, the work you're doing. All right. So have a nice day. <laughs> you too. Bye-bye. Bye.